Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Alan Salem. Alan's been in our, what year did you graduate high school? 97. Well, even before that. Alan is proud to tell you that on his resume, he started in the... uh, 1995 arena and his first job was sweeping cigarette butts off the parking lot of the car repair shop and he was really good at that yeah (laughs) he spent a lot of time at the quick trip next door i don't know what he was doing over there but were you doing their parking lot too no no i did all kinds of weird stuff and you got in a lot of trouble too yeah sometimes and you learned how to drive a zamboni yeah you learned how to drive a forklift yep and quads that we pull cars in. Golf with. carts, yeah. Yeah, golf carts, yeah. So anyway, six Crashed o- every one of those. <laughs> no, you did. 602-508-0960. if you have a car question. One of the popular questions are, is, is this is the size of tire I have, and this is the kind of vehicle I have. How big can I go? Now, there's two answers to that. If you're going to lift the, do a lift kit, that was one tire, but if you're not going to do a lift kit, then there, you can't make a big, as big a jump unless you raise the, the body off the suspension. Or cut the heck out of it. Yeah, cut the corners and all that kind of stuff out of it. Yeah. All righty, 602 Did you record that intro, Gil, that disclaimer? I did. That's rude. Actually, you know Jeremy that? did. That's pretty rude. No, no, I think it's great. I think that's great. <laughs> it's pretty, it's if you rude. agree with anything he says, seek psychiatric care. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, okay. All Jeremy right. did that for me. Actually, right. he didn't tell me. I said, will you do a nice open for me? And he, he and did that's that. what he came up with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, this, and the music on the front side of the show is we've had since yeah. virtually yeah, 1988. Yeah, yeah. So we just carried that forward. But nevertheless, it's it's been around a long time. Yeah. But Jeremy is that thing there gets more comments than you can imagine. Yeah, and it fits you know my personality and yeah. yours yeah. too for that matter. Yeah, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is a Better Business Bureau A plus rated shop, and he's staffed by some of the best diesel technicians in the business. They're really dedicated to provide the best possible service and get the job done right the first time, which means. They've got to be able to verify the symptoms because if you can't verify the symptoms, all you can do is guess. So at Strictly Diesel, they're diehard service, repair, and parts. They work on foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're just south of I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. They've been around a very long time. They sell parts 24 hours a day on their website, so you can get more information from my best car repair shops list under diesels, and that's under MarkSalem.com, which is my email address, MarkSalem at MarkSalem.com. And we have another caller. Yes, that would be Rick. Rick, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? How are you today? You know, I'm good. I'm good because Alan is behaving himself, and that uh, means I won't get called into the office at the uh, radio station tomorrow. You know, every Saturday morning when I listen to your show, I just pray that somebody calls up and says that they watched a YouTube video on how to fix something. <laughs> I, there I, is just picture, n- <laughs> I, I just picture you boiling Oh, your you brain no matter idea. coming out of your ears. 
You have no idea. I mean, well, <laughs> the problem is, is we hear that all the time. Oh, you know this and that. As a matter of fact, I get all the. I have this picture on my phone, and it's on my computer, and my desktop too. And it says, you know, YouTube certified mechanic. You've probably seen it, and it's a playoff of the ASC certified mechanic one. Yeah, YouTube certified. And- yeah, no, I want to tell you something, Rick. There, um, I, the older I get, the shorter temper I get. But it's the three whiskered kid and the YouTube that just drives me crazy. Now, I'm going to tell you something before we talk about your problem. A while ago, my wife was flying wingman for me, so we were sitting here, and I had this YouTube caller that kept talking about YouTube, and he went here and he went there, and this guy's this and this guy's that, and I said to him. I said, you don't know if the guy's a candlestick maker or a baker or even a gynecologist. And my wife looked at me like she hasn't looked at me in a long time, but the smoke was coming out of her ears. So the guy kept going. And I said, you don't know if he's a dentist. You don't know if he has any experience. You're going to spend $400 guessing based on a guy you've never met before in your life. I I think I've heard these calls when you've done them, and I know I've heard that particular one, but I'm at home laughing so hard. It's like when you pull somebody over and they'd say, I know somebody in this town. I know people. Yeah. (laughs) No, see, the other thing, too, is is that so you you watch this YouTube video and they say, okay, it's got to be oxygen sensor. So you go out and you you put four oxygen sensors in it, and then you put a map sensor in it, then you put an air filter, and then you clean the throttle body, and then you do this. And and you've got like 1300 bucks into this thing, okay? And the the problem is still in FX. Then you come in and you're like, I've already spent. I can't. You want a hundred and twenty-five to diagnose? I've already. I'm already thirteen hundred into this thing, and I look at you like, that's not my problem. I didn't. I didn't spend thirteen hundred. If you'd have spent one twenty-five right up front, we we wouldn't be in this mess right now. But that, he's you know, YouTube certified. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. I can't help you. I, I looked up a, a YouTube for fun the other day, and it was something that uh, I had never done before. It was like taking an element out of a, a cold heater yeah. instead of a hot water heater. So it was just <laughs> something. And there was so many different YouTubes from guys that were doing it. But the end of the story that Nick and I know about, and you're right, Nick, nothing wads up my panties tighter <laughs> than a YouTube comment. But when my wife, we took a break. And uh, we went back on on the air, and my my wife thought at that time that we weren't live. And I said, what do you got to say? And she says, I want you to knock off the gynecology uh, stuff. She says, it's it's gross. And she says, and besides, there is no relationship between an auto mechanic and a, and a, and a gynecologist. And I said, yes, there is. And she looks at me and rolls her eyes, and she goes, what? And I said, we both work under the hood. Man, I want to tell you, it was a week before she talked to me. Now, Monday morning, I expected a call from the GM. I expected a butt chewing. I expected a warning. I expected to be sent to my room, all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to tell you who called me, but they said, Mark, have you got a minute? And I knew I was in trouble. And I said, yep, you got more than a minute. Just start chewing now, and let's get it over with as quickly as we can. He goes, "I, I got two things to say. I said, okay, go ahead. Is one of them you're fired because I think we have a contract? (laughs) I don't know. But he goes, no. He says, number one, he says, I wish you hadn't have done that. And I said, okay, I I understand what you're saying. He goes, number two, that's really great radio. And he hung up on me, and that was it. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, you're right. People are too touchy sometimes. Oh, you know, you're you're right. But there's just as many of us on the other end of this wild spectrum. Amen, amen. 
anyway. I have an O2 Thunderbird that I got for my daughter for her birthday, and when the car runs great, but it's when I st- the initial startup, the car just revs for about thirty seconds, and I mean harder than any usual time of you know generally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I um, I have no idea what I'm looking at then. Okay, is there any check engine light on? No, no. Okay, so the question really is 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 what's fooling the computer? Is the temperature sender lying and say that it's 80 below zero, so the computer's going to kick the idle up? Have we got an injector leaking, which puddles gasoline in the cylinder, which is going to add to a normal high idle? Um, Have we got some mass airflow sensor? Have we got what's lying to the computer or what's going on? On a 1 to 10 scale, this probably... It, on a, and from a 1 to 10 scale from a diagnostic procedure, with 10 being the very worst that can be, this is really a 4 or 5. So cool. It's, and we would plug in a scanner, like other shops. You plug in a scanner, and you, and, and you have to have it overnight. So in the morning, you put your scanner on it, which is a, a two-way communication device. Not, it's not a code reader. This is we're looking at serial stream data. Turn the key on. And, and do some screen captures and look at the parameters. The mass airflow sensor should be zero. The temperature sensor should, the, the voltage should correlate to something. If it's 35 or 38 degrees, that temperature sensor, after sitting all night long, better be 35 or 38 degrees. So we have all that kind of stuff, and we're looking at fuel pressure. So And, and in, to raise up the idle in a fuel-injected motor, we add air. That's what Uh they call the idle air control. So if this cone is shut, we drop the idle. When we open the cone, we get uh, we get higher idle. So you could have a bad PCV valve hose on the back. It's probably got a three point eight liter. I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. Okay. You could have a PCV valve hose at the back of the engine that's going and it's sucking air. So first thing I want you to do is start it up in the morning and pay particular attention to anything that sounds like a. Because that's a vacuum okay. leak, and that that probably is going to handle it. Now, it could also be the idle air control motor that's sticking. So in the morning, the idle air control motor is supposed to go out, and then the computer looks at the RPM and it goes, "Oh, you're a little too far. Give me three clicks in." And but it it tries to do that, but it can't. So the computer has lost control of the idle at that point. But it's because the idle air control motor. How many miles are on this car? Uh, ninety-six thousand. Yeah, well, that's good and that's bad. If it had three hundred thousand, it's a little old. But in ninety, it's a little carboned up. So I mean, you know, you're you're really short. You divide that by all the years that this thing. It's been around eighteen years, if my math is right. Maybe seventeen years. And wh- how many years, Mark? Uh, <laughs> it's my ne- my grandson sitting here next to me trying to coach me on this. It's two thousand nineteen to two thousand three. That's sixteen years. So 16 years. But, you know, if you want to try this yourself, find out where the idle air control motor is. Um, You're going to gently bring it out. You're going to clean it up plus the orifice it sits in. Don't mess with it and put it back in gently and tighten it up gently and see what happens. But the diagnostic process on this, like I said, is probably between $50 and $75, $80, I'm guessing. And that's not the repair. That's the diagnostic process. So cheaper than a lunch. Well, it's cheaper than guessing. I mean, exactly, exactly. Um, One other thing, um, you said to do it in the morning. Um, This this is a every time I start it thing. 
Okay. Does that? And I'm, I'm going to change it and go just to idle air control motor. That the idle air control motor and the passageway and the throttle body would be the first place that I would look at and start. But again, I'm still going to look at the code. Sure. And and in the morning, if it's 40 degrees ambient, then I'm going to look for 40. And then in the afternoon, when it's you know 86 degrees, I'm going to and it's been sitting all day long. I'm going to look at that too. Because we, you, you talk about every time it does it, so i got to throw temperature out, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So every time it does it, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick, go back to where I was, too, is i got a vacuum leak, and that's not going to be temperature sensitive. So the vacuum leak is creating a higher idle because that's how we get a fuel-injected motor to go faster. We don't add fuel. We add air. Okay? Gotcha. Okay, Rick. Hey, thanks so much for your time, and oh. we enjoy your show. Thank you, Thank you very much. Time. Thank you. All righty. You want me to take a break now? Did I see that. How old are you? Seven? Eleven. You got a girlfriend? Okay, never mind. I know I'm not supposed to cross that line. Anyway, my my grandson's here and my son. So there's three generations in this uh, in this radio studio, and, and uh, they're doing their best to try to control me. So if you want to ask us a car question, it's easy. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. More important than that, if you have constructive criticism, we're willing to hear that. If you want to uh, say something that you don't like about, that's okay. But we really like it if you have a car problem just like Rick does. And if you have a sense of humor, it's even better for us and for you. 602-508-0960. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. We have to talk about it. Nope, I don't want to. We have to. No. But we need life insurance. I am not listening to you. So you don't love me then. What? Oh, fine. We need life insurance, but all the paperwork, it's such a pain. Not with Ethos. Ethos? Is that some kind of yoga thing? No, Ethos is life insurance for people like us. Like us? People who don't have time for fine print, insurance jargon, and hidden fees. Yeah, I pretty much hate all that stuff. Of course you do. With Ethos, you can apply online, and there is a policy for every budget. Really? Yes. The online application only takes 10 minutes, and you'll be taking the first step in ensuring the kids and I will be safe, even if something unexpected happens. Ethos brings you choices that don't require an in-person meeting with an agent, and in most cases, there's no need for a doctor's appointment. Feel better? Yeah. I do. Ethos, life insurance made simple. Apply online in just 10 minutes. Get a free instant quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Ethoslife.com. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. 
tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. Yeah. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. what we're heading to callers because everybody calls in in the last hour and actually the last uh, 30 minutes of the hour so we got three callers and i'm going to real quick talk about another favorite shop of mine action auto repair i-17 in deer valley family owned fam- long time repair shop ASE master certified technician and tom who's the owner i've known him since the early 80s and he opened his shop up in 1983 action auto i-17 in deer valley northwest corner He's a good guy. I promise you, he's a good guy. Dave, you're up next. How can I help you? Yes, Mark. This is a a follow-up call. I called two Saturdays ago and talked to you, and you had Kurt and his boys on. Uh Uh-huh. 2008 Chevy, 5.3 liter. I had all the drive belts off, and there was a distinct chirp coming from the center of the engine or underneath you could hear it. Uh, Long story short, I took it to Thunderbird Automotive, had an appointment on Monday. Mm-hmm. They diagnosed it till Tuesday. They called my son because it was my boy's truck at the following morning, Tuesday at about nine nine thirty, and told him what the diagnosis was. Uh, it's the infamous or, or not, but Chevy has a run of bad uh, roller rocker lifters, and the roller element itself was starting to spall metal. And with it, that metal being off that roller on that lift, that said lifter, it was giving that chirp sound. Uh, long story short, again was. By the Thursday at 4 o'clock, Tom had called me and said the truck is done. Uh, they replaced the lifters, the new head studs, and a cam. And only, unfortunately, only one roller of my particular batch of 16 was spalling metal to make that, that chirp sound. Now, I know you don't like the Internet, but it is somewhat lit up with this. It's somewhat common with some Chevy leader sizes of the 4.8s the 5.3s, and some 6.0s. We're, yeah, we're familiar with this It's lot. not. It's not somewhat common. It's extraordinarily common. Okay, thank you for following up on that, because it really did light up on the Internet, and uh, only 80000 into the truck were second owners. We did want to keep it. It was pricey, but Tom and Gary took care of me and All my right. boy's truck. Thank Man, his, his technician, Oscar, is flawless. I went down there, took some photos. Heads come off right down, and by Thursday... At 4 o'clock, Tom was calling me saying, Dave, truck's done. All right. Boys, okay, hold on. To All work. right. Stand by, stand by. Alan, how much is that? Uh, you said they did a cam as well? They, they did. I have all parts here, all the hard parts. It, it, given that one roller lifter, uh, they went ahead and aired on that because Jim has a whole kit for it. They come okay. with the roller lifters and a cam. All right, with the cam, it? Alan. What's uh, I gotta say, it's close to five grand. I, I was gonna say forty five hundred plus or minus. What did they charge you? They did me very well. I'm a little over thirty eight hundred dollars out okay. the door. All right, now that's fine. That's yeah, fine. That's excellent. But the whole front of the motor comes apart. You got to bring the camshaft out, which means the condenser is out. You have to recharge the, the air conditioning. Off. The heads come off, um, and 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 if the if the roller see the the real problem here is the word chirp. 
That was that was the thing that just got me. I just didn't understand chirp. But but it it obviously is something easy. Alan, is it something you can hear? I've not heard a chirp. When we get them, they're more of a misfire. Yeah. It's yeah. more of a misfire. Um, rough idle. Rough uh, idle. Uh, uh, ro- yeah. Motors rocking. Um, yeah, a trash control light, uh, brakes light, because it's 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 uh, mistaking it for a misfire. Okay. So yes. those are the ones. The Internet will end up saying that, too. The Internet does kind of. My boy had none of those symptoms. The only yeah. distinguished one was the chirp so far. With okay. just mind you, the one roller. I understand. I understand. Alan, it's how many usually it's, it's usually only one roller anyway, and it's uh, usually one of the back ones, is it not? Uh, one of the ones near the back of the motor, or have you seen ones on the front? No, I've seen. We've seen them all over. There, it's it's usually on the DOD cylinders. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and it's actually not a. It's not a. It's a. It's a metallurgic. It's a metal. Metallurgical, me- metallurgical issue. issue. It's not a. Uh, although the DOD um, is no good anyway, um, I would shut it off at this point. If I if, if DOD you have a good, uh, displacement on demand. Okay, so uh, it's a, it yeah. takes a six cylinder, makes it a four cylinder, a three cylinder, eight cylinder to four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd shut that off if I was you. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's they had an issue with the metal. And obviously, we're going to flush out the engine and get the, much of the metal out. It'll go through the filter anyway, so an oil change and a ga- and coolant and ref- uh, you got freon, but you got a lot of labor on top yep. of all of that. Then, like twenty you said, hours, they quoted me twenty yeah. hours. And and you know we're we're going to pull the motor in that period of time, but we're not going to disassemble it to do it. The real problem is is the camshaft out the front. It only comes out the front if you can take it. And as you well know, the camshaft's probably thirty inches long, so it's not going to come out without taking the radiator and the condenser out. But anyway, I'm I'm proud of the Thunderbird Auto. It's a good thing that they got it. I think what they probably did is had experience in that because that one there. Um, we've had so much of that, so many of those, that I think the diagnostic time fill in the blank is about. Mm, it, yeah, I don't know, 125 to 200 bucks, something like that. Okay, and that's going to be pulling the valve covers off and drop a, light, uh, a camera down in there and looking at the camshaft. There's going to be a little bit more with respect to confirming that that's what the issue yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, and then of course that some of that transfers to the to the repair because you've already done some of the disassembly in order to identify that thing. Right. So anyway, yep, Nick, uh, or actually, I'm sorry, actually, Dave, I'm, I'm glad you got it fixed. Um, no, this is your good shop recommendation off your guys' list. Okay. I've been using Thunderbird for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give a very good uh, warranty as well as our original owner, and it's nationwide. So. I, I was a little leery going into it, but no, they had Oscar on it, and that kid's flawless. And and you're right, Oscar is a common uh, common uh, part of the sentence when somebody has something really nice to say about Thunderbird Auto. Anyway, Dave, thank you very much, Jerry. You're up next, Jerry. How can we help you? Hey, Mark, this is Jerry. Um, hey, I've got a. This actually is for uh, your son. Okay. And I've got a '87, '85 CJ7 that uh, has been lifted. And it darts all over the place. Okay. I mean, you're driving down the road, anything above 30 mile an hour, and it's just darting from side to side. What can oh, we do about this? Hey, and, and hold on. Before you, you, you say anything, uh, can I guess on this one? I, I, okay. I'm not super familiar with, with Jeeps that old. I'm very okay. familiar with the late model stuff, the, 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 the JK and the JL stuff. But 
Uh, but go ahead. I, I'm thinking that we've it, it's been lifted, so I'm I'm not quite sure the caster and the camber and the toe is set appropriately. If they're set for s- factory specifications, that's not going to be good enough for something that's yeah, lifted. Yeah, but they're likely not adjustable. That's the probably the problem. I, I, I know you don't like to hear what's been done before. Okay. Well, uh, but it's got uh, high arch springs on it. Uh, it's had a drop pitman arm, had lengthened uh, uh, sway bar, and the shocks uh, have been replaced for the longer travel. Okay. That's going to be something we're going to have to drive. Because that's a straight axle with leaf springs, so right. it's, there's no caster. Right. Okay. There's no camber. Okay. It's just toe. Oh, and that might be it, but depending on what, those, what the tilt of the leaf spring is, we could get some caster. We should right. we wedges, can get some wedges have been put between the axle and the leaf spring. Okay, so now yeah, we've got so caster. caster. Let me ask you this: What are you running tire pressure wise? Uh, probably about thirty. Okay, yeah, because I I ran into this issue the other day on an AEV, a, a late model Jeep, and it was kind of darting all over the road. And we went back and looked at the install instruction on the very last page. It said, "Do not run over twenty five psi on the tires." We dropped it down and it fixed the problem. <laughs> so <laughs> that uh, was about a two hundred and fifty dollar diagnostic. Yeah. on your side of the business. Yeah, and oh come on! Uh, hey, I so, just got that for free. Yeah, yeah, no, you have to. The plate passes you by, and you have to put an extra <laughs> something in it, and then that way. Mark, way I remember <laughs> you when you were doing NASCAR spots. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, that was uh, that was three years of uh, of a nothing, lot of fun. Nothing jumps off the page to me, but but uh, make sure those tires. I'd you know set them if you got some uh, good heavy duty tires on them. Try dropping the pressure, see if it gets better, and. Uh, and do it yeah, by five at a time. It's got 33s on it. Yeah. Okay. okay, just do five at a time and go down. You, you can go down 15 pounds. You're not going to hurt anything as long as you don't go from here to Flagstaff. But yeah. anyway, thank you very much for that, Stefan. You stay there because you're my next caller. 602-508-0960 is the number. If you'd like to be next, you can. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. So, Justin, I was playing that video game Forest Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And I went playing in this virtual stream where this water... It looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest. The real forest. Where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org 
Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do you, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day. But by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. Well, it's 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem and Alan Salem here at your service. We're talking about car and car repairs and all kinds of car stuff. 602-508-0960. Stephan, you stay right there because in 15 seconds I'm going to come to you. Automotive Dynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. It's family owned and operated since 1982. Chuck started, now Derek, his son, runs it. They're proud to have high quality service. They have really good technicians. They do what they say they're going to do. They're going to diagnose it right and their technicians their staff is not paid a commission or a percentage of a repair bill so they can assure you that they don't sell necessary automotive parts or repairs so if you're in sun city north side of grand just west of 99th avenue is a shop called auto dynamics uh, Stefan, you're up next what can we do for you hi mark uh, hi. yeah i've heard it uh, be, be a good idea for me to get a uh, uh computer diagnostic uh done on the car Okay. Uh, you know what uh, what's involved now? What's expected from the from the customer? Or what's required as far as time and all the generalities? Okay, I can do the generalities. First of all, if the customer can take one of our seasoned techs, and I'm talking a shop, not me, um, and 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 the shop can line up a seasoned tech, and the customer can demonstrate how it happens, then him and this customer, the shop, the technician and the customer switch places and the customer teaches the, sh- the, the tech guy how to make it happen. That's $100 savings right off the bat. That's $100 savings. We don't okay. have to test drive it. I mean, chances are we're not going to charge you for the time. But you can't have the technician for 30 or 45 minutes either. If you can demonstrate it and then switch places and be back in 20 minutes, that's acceptable. As far as diagnostics concerned, it's going to be the, the, the problem. 
you know, if you pull a code and it's got a throttle position sensor and you plug in your scanner and the, you, the TPS is dead at 1.1 and no matter how you operate the throttle, um, it's not moving and the symptoms match that. So you've verified the performance, substandard performance, and the symptoms match and the code matches, then that's pretty easy. Um, if you have some kind of an electrical problem where every time you turn on the radio, the air conditioning dies, that's going to be, and that's going to be one of those that it's going to take a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars to find it and ten cents to fix it. So you got to find out where the crossover is, got to find out where the ground's missing, you got to do whatever you got to do. And then there's sometimes there's there's something that I know my shop does it. We just it it's not anything safety, but we don't know what it is. So we're telling you, if you wanted to take our grandkids to Disneyland, yep, we'll let you take them, but you need to wait till this gets worse. And worse and easier to find, or you can spend a whole lot of money until we find it. What, what kind of problem are you having? Uh, well, having a problem, I it called earlier on it, uh, about, you guys told about something about a purge valve on the, after the fuel, after filling up the fuel, actually not filling, but just putting gas in it. It was uh, hard starting. But I'm also wondering about, is there any, uh, you know, Magic diagnostics to tell me what else I need to be looking for, looking for uh, anything that 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 could be failing. Yeah, crawl underneath it and find the biggest line that's not metal coming from the top of the tank and put a pair of vice grips on there. Pinch off that line and see what happens. Oh, okay. I mean that's that's a that's the best you're going to be able to do because we're going to pull it, plug in our computers and make the solenoids work and not work and then we're going to introduce smoke into the system and find out which valve is leaking and and which valve is not working and and which sensor doesn't see the vacuum or the pressure we're sending it so yeah but if you have a purge system um the, i think that we're in the 85 to a buck 40 to do a purge system it just depends on what, what kind of on. vehicle is this i seem to have run into one of the what what is this uh, it's a 2004 Hyundai Tiburon GT. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's not it. And it's not going to have the same evaporative system than most of the domestic cars are, but it's not that, that big of a deal because when we look underneath there and we see two lines running to the top of the purge valve, it just makes that kind of difference, so it's not that big of a deal. But and as far as anything future reference go, your vehicle's going to let you know all that stuff. There's nothing I can look at and go, ooh, this is, this is getting ready to fail. It doesn't work like that. When, uh, when, when your vehicle's smart enough to know that it's, gonna, it's going to, uh, y- you know, well, if there's a problem, it will let you know. And, okay. and he, he says that he puts gas in it and it runs rich. Uh, I was okay. answering a second question. Okay, yeah. I understand. See, it's running rich. And, and the idea is is just fill it up to half and see what happens. Then fill it up to three quarters and see what happens. Then fill it up to the full mark and see what happens. That will help the technician determine what it is. Because if everything's fine on a quarter to a half and then anything above that's bad, then we got a tank problem. we got yeah. a purge valve that's stuck open or we got a vacuum line bad or we got some kind of a problem like that. So okay. anyway, thank you very much for calling. And and let me just say right now, we were talking to Dave on, uh, no, Jerry on his 85CJ7. So we've decided that the wedge, depending on whether the axle sits at the bottom of the spring or if it sits at the top of the spring, the wedge will make all the difference in the world. Because if it sits on top of the spring, we need the fat to the front. If it sits on the bottom of the spring, we need the fat towards the back. Yeah. So that would be something that you might want to do is is make sure that the wedge. Now, there's a straight up and down line on the tire. We want the back, the line to move backwards on the front. 
backwards towards the dashboard. That wedge is supposed to take the center line of the wheel and tire and move it backwards. Upper ball joint should be further backward than the lower ball joint. Well, and then he's got a four-wheel drive, but he's got upper ball joint in the spindle yeah. assembly and the uh, in the spindle and then at the end of the axle. Anyway, Jerry, that's it. When we come back, Esteban and Luke, you guys are my one and two, but we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Mark Levin likes the way the president has handled the Mueller investigation. This is the only president I know of in modern times who didn't once assert any privilege to prevent anybody from testifying or to prevent a single page of a single document from being provided to investigators. Not once did he assert executive privilege, attorney-client privilege, or any other privilege. Bill Clinton was making up privileges, remember? Mark Levin, weeknights at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Are you the type who's got little time for talk but still wants to be plugged in? Wants the nickel tour by someone in the know? Wants the bottom line at the top of the page and at the top of the hour? I'm Terry Gilberg. Each day I write and deliver Terry's take on the topics, a digestible version of the issues of the day, every morning at 7.04 a.m., every evening at 6.04 p.m. My content is rich, researched, and reasoned. Get a fresh take every day on air, past takes every day online. 7.04 a.m., 6.04 p.m., and over 300 takes at 960 The Patriot. Terry's Take is sponsored by Modern Round, Upscale Lounge, and Eatery. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust at Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover key tar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Um, real quick, let me, you know what, we're going to take Esteban and Luke first, and then I'll get back to my uh, best car repair shops list. Esteban, what can we do to help you today? Hey, Mark. Uh, yeah, I've got a, a 81 uh, Jeep Wagoneer, okay. uh, 70,000 miles, sort of a barn find. Um, looking for a shop close to 36 and Shea is, is my first question. Okay. 
Blackwell's at 40th and Greenway. Um, he he would be. That's real close. Yeah, he would be. A, well, what do you want to do? Because there are some things that he wouldn't know. Um, Shinola from whatever, and and he's going to kill me for saying that. But tell me what the the focus is. <laughs> okay, so um, this thing runs like a dream. It it, it it idles nice, it drives nice, but if you really have to punch it down, it just bogs. Terrible. Okay. It's to a the carburetor. Point where you're scared to make a left here. Left hand turn. Okay. You know, is it a straight six or is it a V eight? It's a V eight. It's a three sixty. Three sixty. Yeah. Blackwell, Forty Street. He's busy, so you got to call and get an appointment. Tell him that you want to take him or one of his techs for a quick drive. You want to demonstrate wide open throttle. Whoa. So you want to demonstrate it. Ask him what their initial diagnostic fee is going to be. Usually, we overbid that. It's we're heroes if we tell you it's eighty five and we come in at fifty. So. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. And 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 clearly it's fallen on its face because of timing, because of fuel, substandard fuel, or the abundance of fuel. So it's going to be one of those yeah, well, three things. Another a, a sort of a symptom of that is, it, you know, it's a weekend driver type of, type of vehicle. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, when I when I try to fire it up, it takes forever, like pumping the pedal and stuff. So, okay. you know, to get it to fire. So, yeah. Is it fuel the, injected uh, or carbureted? Well, it's 81. This thing's carbureted. I I don't know that to be true, but let's assume it's a carbureted. Oh, no, it's carbureted. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Here's how the proper cold start uh, procedure is. Key on, and then you pump the throttle three times. And then take your foot off the throttle and hit the key into the start mode. The question is, is does it try to fire? Now, when it does... It, if it starts up and it goes and it dies, that's because the choke isn't adjusted right or the choke pull-off isn't working. Now, when you get it running, don't touch the gas at all. So it's pump one, two, three, and then crank it. Don't touch the throttle, and it should go, and then it should hold idle. So it, we, I, the first three are going to prime it and shut the choke. That's the first three throttles. Take your foot completely off, then hit the key. And like I said, it'll start, fall on its face until this vacuum-operated device pulls the choke flap open a little bit more than a, than a oh, I'd say, a quarter-inch drill or something smaller than that, three-sixteenths drill from the back of the flap to the mouth of the carburetor. We use those kinds of dimensions. So Blackwell will okay. take a long pair of needle-nose pliers and bend the linkage until he gets the right amount. But tell him this is going to be pretty easy, and if he needs some help, have him call me. Okay? I will do that. Yeah. One, one more quick question. Okay. This thing still has the original AM radio in it. It is not tuned to 960. Oh, Very that's okay. upset with that. And no, um, and it, 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 it worked there for a little bit. I still have radio, but is there somebody that could take this original AM radio? Because I don't do not want to, you okay. know, muck about the vet dash and and put something crazy in there. All right. Well, there's one shop in Tempe. Like it was. Okay, there's one shop in Tempe called Sounds Good to Me, and I've been dealing with them since the early seventies. Um, is your stereo guy uh, do something like this? Um, I don't know. I I'm not sure. All if, right, what's cartoon, his name? Uh, cartoons with a K. Cartoons, K A R Tunes, and is it T U N or T O O N? No, no, no. T U N E S. Yeah, cartoons. Call them and ask them. And sound. They're in Mesa. Yes. No, they're in uh, Tempe. Northeast. 
Northeast, yeah. Northeast Tempe, and sounds good to me. He's going to be real close to um, Hardy and Broadway in Tempe. Those are your two guys. Call them up and then go there if they're if they're a gamer. Go there and pick out what you want, and then uh, get a bid right there. Okay. All right. Yeah, I just I just want, really want to fix what, what what I've got. You know, it's okay. kind of cool having that old AM AM radio in there. I just wanted to work again. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, hey, thanks, guys. All right. Good night, Luke. What's up, buddy? Uh, quick, quick question. I've got a 2017 Duramax. Love it. Uh, but I was wondering, uh, fuel additives, do you have any recommendations on that? Let me change your question. Hey, Mark and Alan. Mark's got 100,000 miles on his 2012. Alan's got, he's not as got the mileage I do. But do you ever add fuel into your truck or any, or additives to your truck or anybody else's truck? Is that a Perfect. question for Yeah, me? that's a question for you. Uh, only to diag- help diagnose a problem. So you don't do it as far as maintenance is concerned? No. And see, I'd, I've never put anything in my fuel tank at all. I'm perfectly happy with the way it is, and I think a lot of the additives, my personal opinion is they're feel-good additives, and it's a marketing thing. Hey, if you put this in, your diesel's going to love you. It's going to clean up the injectors. It's going to clean up the tailpipe. It's going to make your wife love you, and you're going to be a better person. The only thing I can tell you is is when I get trucks in there, uh, and I can give, give you the names of three customers off the top of my head right this second that that are on the verge of needing injectors it, to the point where you get a, a slight rough idle, but it's not bad enough to where you notice it above idle. I have been telling them to put, um, to put a quart of transmission fluid in the, in the fuel, and all three of them said that it has helped clean up that rough idle. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of my best friends, Matt Carr, um, he needed an injector at 160. He's at 300, and we still haven't done one. And he does it every tank full. And the only the only reason uh, tra- that tranny fluid, uh, the way that I understand it works, is is the the ultra low sulfur. The sulfur was the lubricant, the lubricant in the fuel. So when they took that out, is when we're starting to see a lot of injector issues with the transmission fluid. You're adding that lubricant back in a straight lubricant with none of the kerosene or other bull crap that. You know, they, they want you to the, think that the car loves you more. Um, so uh, we've had really good luck with straight tranny fluid to fix problems or to, to help identify or clean it's, up small it's, issues. It's one of those things that it's going to be one of three things. Fixed it, it's better, no change. Yes. And that's the conversion. Yes. We need to get there. But, you know, on your Duramax, or 17. 17, if it's 5 or 6, we have that that circuit board below the battery or something like that, like mine, the, the injectors' numbers would move all around, and it had to do with a circuit board as opposed to really a bad injectors, but the 17 doesn't have that problem no, at all. No. So that's what we do. We don't put additives into the transmission or the cooling system. or Our facility doesn't sell any additives unless we're trying to fix something. We don't tell old guys to put alcohol in their tank because of moisture and all that kind of stuff. We don't do that. And I want to tell you something. It's very lucrative. There's lots of them that will put me on their website, and they'll tell everybody how good we are and that they'll sell us this stuff, but in fact, they make more money than I do on the on the transition. And, they, and then if you do this and do this, we'll guarantee your engine. But we're not going to guarantee your engine if you overheat it and wipe it out. We're not going to guarantee your engine for consum- oil consumption problem or the lack of oil. So, And then they've got all these exclusions that mean that they're not going to cover anything with your engine. 
So, you okay. know, in the 70s and the 80s, we had these guys that come in. They had. I remember I had a Wins flush machine, and the only way I could use the Wins flush machine is if I used their six products. The six products were very expensive. It lasted about six months. That machine came off the wall, and we walked away from that. It's gone now. It's not. But anyway, that's our opinion. So, yeah, additives or that kind of thing. Anyway, Luke, thank you very much. And your Duramax and your Allison Transmissions is one of the uh, trucks that we like and yeah. work on the least. Yeah. So, all righty. Real quick, let me tell you about Thompson's Auto Repair. Thompson's in Mesa. And the reason Mesa is a, is a good place is because Thompson's the only one that I can put my name on and the only one that I can recommend. Now, there's lots of good shops in Mesa. Maybe they don't want to be a part of my best car repair shops list, but a lot of them that don't, it's because they don't like the rules, and they don't like that I'm going to check on their insurance and their certification and all that kind of stuff. But Thompson's has no problems at all. And Brian and Thelma, their families go all the way back to late 60s, early 70s when it comes to gas stations and auto repair and that kind of stuff. So these guys were pioneers. So Thompson's Auto Repair is on Main Street just east of Stapley, kind of centrally located. But all you have to do is meet Brian or his wife Thelma, and you'll know why they have a good portion of our list, and they have all of Mesa with respect to responsibility of where I send people. Thompson's Auto Repair, Main Street, just east of Stapley. You know, it it comes to car repair and diagnosis. You deal with the hairy-chested guys a lot. You deal with the guys that do a lot of their own work, the diesel guys, the the guys that, you know, peruse the Internet for cold air kits and all kinds of stuff to do that. Is it as hard for you guys to get a, a conversation going um, is it harder for you to get a conversation going about symptoms and questions as opposed to the mechanical side that you also um, supervise? Is, is is it hard one place or the other if I draw the line between, you know, the uh, the normal gasoline cars and the and the older guys versus the young guys that, that have the diesel trucks? Uh, no, I don't really see a huge... Um a huge difference. I mean, they're they're all about the same. They they you know tell me what's going on, and they tell me what they read, and they tell me what their buddy did, and their and their, what their uncle saw on YouTube, and you know this and that and the other <laughs> thing. It doesn't it doesn't bother me. Okay, well that's the difference between you and I because I'm sick of hearing the YouTube stuff. YouTube University. Somebody sent me a T-shirt that it said "Graduate of the YouTube of yeah. University." Yeah, and I don't. It's and then the the second thing that that doesn't help us at all is all the stuff you've done because that and if you haven't touched the problem then we're no further along so we don't need the list of stuff that you're to do because we're going to diagnose it and i can guarantee you that what we diagnose has nothing to do with what you've done unless you created a new problem because you put the wrong part in or you broke it when you put it in or you didn't adjust it right so we see a lot of that. It's not that we're unhappy. It's just that we want to be we want to be efficient in the repair of your car. And we don't we don't want you to send us on a wild goose chase where we spend an hour and an hour is 100 to 125 dollars. We're spending an hour chasing this problem and you're driving the train. That doesn't work. So you hold our feet to the fire and the best and women do it a lot, they'll write the the symptoms down. This is how you make it happen. I've got a clunk. Go 40 miles an hour. Break on a 1 to 10 scale. Break with a number 5. Something like that. The women will give us the information that we need. 
Do you have anything else to add to that? You don't really deal with lots of ladies, do you? Um, oh, I have a fair amount of, of women customers. Okay. Customers. And, and typically, if I can't, if I don't understand or can't figure it out, I'll go drive the truck myself and, and get it to do it. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty sensitive. to. The, I drive enough of those trucks to where uh, I can usually get stuff to do it. When other people can't, I can usually do it. Okay, so there's a lady that does business with you, and her and her brother own a big company. Mm-hmm. And... If I remember the story right, her bigger brother could outrun her. And so she brought her Ford truck into you, and you put a blower on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. it's It wasn't because of her older brother. She just likes, likes you know, fancy cars and fast cars. Okay. So she didn't want to be the fastest truck in the employee parking lot? Uh, No. No, because... Okay. No, she has a Mustang for that. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just met her in the lobby one time, and yeah. we talked, and, and she was just so happy yeah, with oh, the yeah. performance. That, well, I don't even know. Was it an F-150 or something? F-150, yeah. F-1, and you put a blower on it, had already had a V8 in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and I think, too, as I look back, uh, I remember that you, you we put a blower on something. Well, the Camaro. The 2010 Camaro. Mm-hmm. Before they came out with the supercharged engine, we put blowers in a couple of those. And that Camaro has 20,000 miles on it, and it's, what, nine years old? Yeah. And and it still runs really, really well. Right. But there's also a risk associated with that in this respect. If you're putting performance parts on and you don't put them on right and you decide to change the, the volume of boost, you can blow that motor up. Blow the head gaskets out of it. Blow the studs off of it. Oh, yeah, there's damage. lots of. That's why you, you, the people who you do business with, you've got to have really good, uh, you know, faith that they. Because we're not into tuning. We don't do a lot of tuning uh, as far as writing tunes and stuff. So we have to depend on um, other people for that. And that's where where it can get you in trouble if you just you know look at some Joe Schmo off the internet. Yeah, that and that's a, the risk and reward on that. The reward is nothing. The risk is huge. Yeah. So. All righty. Well, thanks for spending your Saturday with me, Alan. That was pretty nice. All of our wives and our daughters and everybody else is at the tea room in Payson, and they're all dressed up, and they're going to go have tea. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> and we're going to take an old fire truck and drive over there and blow the siren at them, <laughs> and then they're going to be embarrassed because they're going to be in there, and everybody's going to know it's us. But at the end of the day, it'll still be fun. And if they're mad at us when they get home, so what? She can walk home. Oh, I don't think that's a good idea to say. We know they're not listening. But it's a that's... good idea to say until she actually gets home. <laughs> but it's <laughs> how many years have you been married? Uh, yep. Yeah, no, you have to give a number. <laughs> you have to get a number uh, quickly. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen years. Yeah, 14. Okay, your mother and I have been married forty years. We'll be back next Saturday. <laughs>